spending time with God. My first question I want to ask y'all, and that's just something I want y'all to ponder on. If someone asked you how much time you honestly spend with God, what would you say? And then why is this so important? So I want you all to think about that as I go through my little spiel about why I think it's important to spend time with God. And then we'll come back to it. What are some ways spending time with God? Number one, reading the Bible and studying God's word. Why? Because the Bible is the living, active word of God. Reading the Bible every day helps us withstand the trials that come our way. It enables us to get back up when life knocks us down. It gives us a firm foundation on which to stand. Do you know the Bible is the single most important book ever written? The word of God has power to change your life, but like soap that can clean you, but you got to apply it on your body first. When you read the scriptures, ask the Holy Spirit, who is the author of the Bible? Let me read that again. When you read the scriptures, ask the Holy Spirit, who is the author of the Bible, to help you to understand and to hear him. When we give the Bible the highest place in our life, we put God's word and his wisdom above our own thoughts and reasoning. And it's so important to us because Jesus said, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that cometh out the mouth of God. You and I were created to live for something bigger than ourselves. God works to rescue us from the claustrophobic confines of our little selves. And he wants to bring us out into something big, glorious. Another reason why we want to spend time with God is, and in the Bible, is because the Bible teaches us to guard ourselves from false teachings and false teachers. In 1 John 4, 1, God said, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to determine if they are from God. Because many false prophets have come out of this world. In other words, if we want to live life to the fullest as God intended, we must listen to and heed God's written word just to know who we're spending time with. Almighty God, Jesus told us, I am the way, the truth, and the light, and no one goes to the Father except through me. Now that's one way to spend time with God. Let's look at another way. Prayer. How many of us have had problems praying? I have to. It's okay. <laughs> I know I have. So let me give you my little small testimony. I used to always sit in the back and listen to people pray. They would be so good, so fantastic. 
And I'd be thinking, don't nobody want to hear what I got to say. Because my prayers don't sound like those prayers. But you know what? It took the word of God and studying the word of God, meditating on his word, that I found out it wasn't because I didn't know how to pray. It was because that fear. I had that spirit of fear. And you know what I said? No more. No more. I can stand up to that. Because God told us in Timothy 1.7, he did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. So I can pray now. I can pray to God as much as I want, whether you like it, anybody like it. Because it's, I hate to say this, it's not about you all. It's about me communicating with God. And me and God having a good relationship. And it's also telling that devil, not, not here no more. Because the devil is not part of this prayer life anymore. Prayer allows us to worship and to praise the Lord. It also allows us to offer confessions of our sins, which should lead to repentance. It's something everyone can do anywhere, anytime. Moreover, prayer grants us the opportunity to present our request to God. When we spend time with God, he is working to change our heart to be more like him. The more time we spend with him, the more we are like him. Our habits and lifestyles change. And we no longer live a self-centered life, but one that is focused with a pure and sincere heart. Prayer not only strengthens our relationship with God, but when we pray with other believers, prayer also strengthens the bonds between fellow Christians. As pastors say, let me tell you, give me you some proof. <laughs> In Matthew 18, 20, it says, for where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am among you. In 2 Chronicles 7, 14, God said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin. Was that proof, Pastor? Yes. <laughs> we also know that prayer allows protection for the asking. It's free. We need to pray for protection for our loved ones every day. Sometimes, and think about it, sometimes we just forget how powerful prayer is. Our prayers are fighting against spiritual battles that linger in dark places. Ephesians 6.12 says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realm. So we know prayer is important. Another great aspect of prayer that is important is prayer in our life 
allows for breakthroughs to come. Sometimes we are faced with devastating circumstances and we feel like we, ain't got, we don't have anywhere to go. But you know what? Sometimes you need a message from God and you need to be solely focused on him to get it. And it may be painful during the wait, during the prayer, but once you receive it, you will be happy you waited. Almost like the now and later effect. <laughs> I was listening. <laughs> Next, another way of spending time with God and just getting yourself together is distractions. A lot of times we suffer from distractions. Distractions is just shifting our attention from something of greater importance to something of lesser importance. Our most dangerous problem in distraction is being distracted from God. Our tendency to shift our attention from the greatest object in existence to something petty, something lesser. You know, the Bible called this idolatry. We are human, and we tend to be very self-focused. And it's easy for us to get lost in our problems and ourselves to a point where we sometimes lose sight of God. But when we become too focused on ourselves, we are no longer, longer focusing on God. If you read Romans 12.2, Romans 12.2 said, Do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. That by testing, you may discern what is the will of God. What is God? Acceptable and perfect. One of the things about a distraction is that it tends to make the devil happy. And it makes him happy because we're not praising God. We're not giving him the glory. So he feel he can just tip right on in and grab your mind. We have to stay strong, and we have to stay focused. And we have to let God know, hey, Lord Jesus, as long as I got you on my back, I'm going to stick with you. And kick that devil right to the curb, because ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> another, <laughs> another example of distractions Let's think about Peter. Peter in the boat. And he saw Jesus coming toward the boat on the water. So Peter said, I want, hey, Jesus, I want to be out there where you are. Help me out, please. And Jesus said, well, come on, Peter. No problem. Come on. So Peter, big and bad, he's stepping out there on the water. Waves going, weather blowing. All of a sudden, a good cold wind came by, and the waves came, and Peter forgot God was there almost, and he starts singing, because you know why? He got distracted. He got distracted. But you know what the Lord said? Lord said, Peter, give me your hand. I'm here. But you have so little faith. Why did you doubt? So we have to learn 
to try not to get so distracted when it comes to serving God and spending time with God. Jesus often had to, for Jesus, he even knew what it was like to be distracted. And a lot of times he had to even leave the crowd. If you look at Luke 5, 16, it said, Jesus often had to leave town to get a few moments alone with his heavenly father. And even with his apostles, if you look at Mark 6.31, Jesus said to his apostles, let's go off by ourselves to a quiet place and rest a while. He said this because there were so many people coming and going, and Jesus didn't want to get distracted. Another great hero who's good at distracting is Satan. Television, movies, books, they're all distractors. There is nothing that says we cannot provide ourselves a little break. But when we start using that break, instead of giving God the praise, spending time with him, then who's fooling who? Who's fooling who? Are we fooling us? Who are we shortcoming? We shortcoming God. Because he deserved the glory and he deserved the time. Whatever it takes for us to have uninterrupted time with Jesus through prayer and Bible time, take the necessary steps to do it every day. Maybe that means going to bed early so you can wake up early before everybody else get up. That way you can have your time with Jesus. Or... Maybe that means cutting your cell phones off, cutting the iPads off, TV, so we can focus on what God wants to say to us as we read the Bible. But when you pray, Matthew 6, 6, when you pray, go into your room, shut the door, and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. You know, God wants to have an intimate, personal relationship with us. And spending time with him, acknowledging him in all of our ways, is the key to abundant life filled with his righteousness, peace, and joy. The truth is, every single person in this world desperately needs God. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And John reveals how we can be made right with him. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. So reading the Bible for just 10 minutes a day can change. But why can't we make that a little bit higher? Why can't we give it 20 minutes a day? Why can't we give it an hour a day? Because God covers us 24-7. Whether we know it or not, he's kept us safe. He's kept us in our right mind. Are we shortcoming him, giving him 10 minutes? Are we shortcoming him, giving him 15 minutes? I'm not the one. <laughs> Spending time with God is simple and mysterious. But the impact it can make on your life as you do it consistently is greater 
and deeper than any other way you can spend your time. As we read the Bible with a sincere desire to understand and pray in a place where we can focus and listen, we hear, we'll hear God speak to us and what's next in our lives. So I'll ask you the question again. If someone asked you how much time you honestly spend with God, what would you say? And then, are you going to improve that? Are you going to make it better? Because that's between you and God. 